Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to this week's Smackdown breakdown and review. This is everything you need to know, the things you need to know, and there's a lot you need to know because we got a big return. We got a Bray segment. We got a new World Cup winner. Uh, as we said, loads to go through. The show started with the Usos and Sammy. Uh, no Roman Reigns. But the Usos were saying tonight is all about you, my dog. Uh, they were celebrating Sammy because of what he did at Survivor Series. Um, basically, Jimmy said, this is all about you. Jay said, you earned my respect. Uh, there was Sammy Uso chants. Uh, this was cool. This was nice. They even did like the handshake, the special hand gesture that he's got with Jimmy. He did it with Jimmy and Jay at the same time, uh, and they were about to involve Solo, and then that's when Sheamus came down. We already knew we were getting Sammy versus Sheamus, so we went to that match. You can see outside interference here, uh, the Usos getting involved, helping Sammy pick up the victory. Sammy wins, and honestly, the crowd loved it. The crowd loved it. It doesn't matter that Sammy is winning by cheating. He is so over, the crowd are just so on board with him. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, Sammy picks up the win. The Usos uh, cheat Sheamus, but Sheamus would get his revenge later in the show. Then we went backstage and we saw Kofi. Uh, he was interrupted by Imperium. He said, I don't have my tag partner, Xavier, here, but I'll take on one of you guys one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, from nowhere, in-stepped Gunther. And basically, he said, brilliant, you can face me. I'll see you later. So Gunther versus Kofi was made. Then we went backstage and got the Bray segment, right? So uh, this is Bray. I've got written down what he said. He said, we're spoiled. Uh, we've got our mobile phones, but we are still basically wild animals. Uh, and he says, like, you know, there's snakes that uh, eat rats. And, um, you know, no one looks at that as an act of violence, but some must die so that others can live. He said, I'm not the one that hurt L.A. Knight. Now, he's been saying this, hasn't he, over the past uh, couple of weeks? He keeps saying he is not the one that hurt L.A. Knight. We go and see, obviously, a recap of what happened. And when we come back, he says, I didn't. So I think he's just reconfirming that he didn't hurt LA Knight. And then this is interesting. He says, but I heard you and you rejoiced. Now, this is really interesting because I think he's talking about the Fiend. Uh, Trini in our live watch along made this point, And I completely agree because when the Fiend was mentioned last week, the crowd rejoiced. And here he said, I Heard you and you rejoiced. How primal of you. Uh, he said, if it had been the one, if I had been the one to do this, you would all know because none of them would be left. So I think what he's saying here is he's saying that I didn't hurt LA Knight. Like, um, I uh, know that I heard you when I mentioned about The Fiend. You all rejoiced. Like, you know, how primal. How primal of you. How, like, you know, your urges want him, so you cheered for him, but that's not what I want to be. And he says, 
Like, if it had have been me, if I had have unleashed my darkness, if I had unleashed the fiend, then you would all know because there would be none of them left. I wouldn't just stop at LA night. If I unleashed my darkness, I would be taking out everyone. So this was Bray's way of really justifying the fact that it wasn't him that beat up LA Knight, which is kind of interesting. Um, so there's a little bit of depth, I feel, to what he was saying here, and definitely some hints towards a Fiend return. So the Fiend was mentioned last week. Nice crowd reaction to it. Now it seems like he's talking about that crowd reaction. So it feels like the Fiend is around. It's in conversation. Let's see. Let's see where this leads. Let's see where this goes. This might be a segment that kind of underwhelmed a few people. I think people, I must admit myself included, were hoping for something a bit more than this this week. But uh, at least there's something there to get your teeth into. Then we saw Emma. She was uh, talking to Madcap. Madcap was basically saying, you belong here to her. Uh, she really appreciated that. And she gave him a little kiss on the cheek. That was nice. Uh, she then got battered, in all fairness. And uh, she got choked, choked out by uh, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler would then attempt to beat up Emma after the match had ended. That brought down uh, Shotzi and Raquel to Emma's defense. Don't know quite what we've got here, but of course we know that Shayna and Ronda are together. And there's uh, these three women that are now in some kind of union, maybe. So... Yeah, not sure. Not sure what we've got here, but something's building. Uh, so we'll have to see what the future holds for Emma. Uh, then we got a Lacey Evans segment. Um, this was a re uh, kind of hash of her character. This was uh, a refresh. Um, so now she's like doing army stuff again. Um, obviously, last time we saw her, she was like telling us uh, sad stories about her past and she was trying to be a face and build up a bit of sympathy, I think. Here, she's just putting in the work, man. I, I actually didn't mind this. I actually thought this was pretty good. So uh, let's see where this leads. I do feel like Sergeant Slaughter should be involved in these promos, though, in all fairness. Like, no Sergeant Slaughter is a big oversight. Uh, here we went then to Gunther versus Kofi. This match was pretty good, in all fairness. So Gunther versus Kofi, down came Braun. Braun came down. He dealt with the other members of Imperium. He dealt with those guys. That then meant that it was Gunther versus Kofi, just one-on-one. -on -one. There was no one at ringside. Uh, the match was really good, as you would imagine. Uh, really entertaining match uh, with Gunther picking up the victory. And as I said during the watch-along, he has just beaten clean a former WWE champion. So that's a big win for Gunther. Then we saw uh, the Usos. Uh, they were talking. Sammy was back there with Solo. Sammy and Solo went off. But um, the Usos were talking. It was kind of interesting because Jimmy said to Jay, did you ever like speak to Sammy about the fact that he lied to you? And uh, Jay was like, no, listen, big Use said he spoke to him, said he looked him in the eyes, saw what he needed to see. That's good enough for me type thing. But it was just sort of interesting that that got brought up again. Um, just thought that was interesting. They then get attacked by Seamus. Uh, and Seamus uh, says me and Drew will be waiting for you next week. We would find out what that meant later in the show. 
Then we saw damage control in the ring. Damage control uh, didn't quite know where this was going, to be honest. They were just laying into the SmackDown women's division. So they were laying into that. Down came Liv. Liv said, uh, three of you, one of me. That seems fair. She ran to the ring, started beating up on damage control on her own. Uh, she was outnumbered, but she didn't care about that. And down came Tegan Knox. Now, uh, this was reported by Fightful that her return was imminent, but didn't realize it was going to actually be on this show. But yeah, she came running down. Tegan Knox, she was down in NXT. She came up onto the main roster with Shotzi, I believe, when Shotzi got called up. She was around for a few weeks, and then sadly she got released. Uh, well, she's back now. She's back now. So uh, Tegan making her way down to the ring. Uh, there you can see her standing by uh, Liv Morgan's side. Um, that is a surprise. Uh, that is, if you watched NXT, interesting. I think there'll be some people that are really excited by that. To be honest, though, she never made any impression on the main roster. I uh, could understand there being a good chunk of the WWE audience not knowing who she is. So they're going to need to do a little bit of work of, like, introducing her to the main roster. So it'll be interesting to see how we go about doing that. Then we saw Carrion. He said that he had to deal with Madcap, uh, but his uh, attention has been turned elsewhere. That's when Scarlet revealed this card, which was a really nice card, by the way. <laughs> that was a really nice card. Uh, the Emperor card, which is uh, really nice. And, and actually, I feel like there was a couple of people that called themselves the Emperor tonight. Uh, I think um, Santos Escobar referred to himself as the Emperor. And now we've got this Emperor card for Rey as well. Um, and obviously, Asuka is the Empress. So uh, there's a lot of Emperors and Empresses running around in WWE at the moment. Uh, this is what we got to see anyway. What was coming up? So on Raw, it is going to be Elias and Riddle taking on the Usos. That match obviously uh, was made on Monday. And then, boom, the winner of that is going to defend the undisputed tag titles against Drew and Sheamus next week on SmackDown. So that's what Sheamus was talking about earlier in the show. We also found out that it's going to be a Kurt Angle birthday celebration. That's exciting. So uh, very much looking forward to that. That'll be a lot of fun. So that is going to be next week on SmackDown. Uh, then we got this Bray segment, right? This was Uncle Howdy. It wasn't very long. Lots of images that we've seen before. There was a glimpse of the Rowan mask just momentarily. The only thing I would say is there are a lot of images from Bray's past. So, you know, there's stuff from like Nexus, the stuff from Funhouse, the stuff from uh, when he was cult leader Bray. So can't say I'm too surprised that there was a Rowan mask sighting in there. Uh, it certainly didn't feel like it was a new kind of modern mask. It just looked like a, an older clip. But I thought I would mention it because I could potentially see that, like, getting a bit of traction, people getting excited. People are wondering if Rowan's going to be coming back. So you might see that doing the rounds. This on screen isn't it, if you're watching it on YouTube, by the way. Uh, I just included this because it was the person in the owl mask again. Like, and there was quite a few shots of this person. You still can't make out who it is, but they have been in these kind of 
uh, vignettes pretty much from the start. So, you know, I feel like this is someone, I don't think this is stock footage, by the way. I think this is someone different. This person in like this owl mask that we've spent quite a bit of time talking about. I'm of the opinion this is Bo. That's who I think this is. Um, but yeah, and also I think Uncle Howdy is Bray. The voice sounded just like Bray. I've thought that it was Bray from the start. Uh, I think that this is his split personality. Uh, so I think it's Bray. The only thing I would say is um, I don't know the person that's attacking LA Knight. I don't know if that's Bray. Bray is saying that is not him. And to be perfectly honest, it really might not be because that would be an excellent way to bring in someone new, someone different. So there's a real chance he is telling the truth on that. He could be lying about like this not being him, about uh, Uncle Howdy being someone different. Um, I think that is Bray. But the person attacking NA Knight, I'm still not sure. Uh, we haven't seen enough. We don't know. We have no idea. We haven't seen the body type or anything. We haven't got a clue who that is. So just bear that in mind. Uh, here, Uncle Howdy said, um, do you know the man that lives next door? Um, do you know what he does? Uh, why can't you all see? I know how he thinks. I know how he feels. Uh, it's all fiction. Trust me. Revel in what you are. So that's what Uncle Howdy's saying. So basically, it seems like he's calling him a liar again. He's basically saying you are the person that uh, that did it. You are the person that attacked LA Knight. So uh, he's just basically calling him a liar once more. Uh, then we went over to the World Cup. So you can see the World Cup. Love that by Santos Escobar, by the way. Love that attire. He looks really cool. So uh, love the poncho. That'd make an awesome figure. So it's going to be him against uh, Ricochet. Uh, decent match. Uh, really good main event. You can see people on their feet. Um, I really enjoyed this. I thought this was good. I thought the Gunther match was good. Um, and so it's a win for Ricochet. Ricochet ends the show holding up that World Cup. And uh, out comes Gunther. So Gunther is going to be taking on Ricochet. Ricochet wants another shot at that Intercontinental Championship. I wonder if he wins it. I wonder if they're looking to move on with Gunther. I genuinely don't know. But um, I feel like Gunther should win. But Ricochet has got his uh, sights set on that championship. Feels like Braun does as well. So there's a few uh, competitors circling around Gunther. But um, yeah, I mean, look, this show was all right. This show was all right. I, I thought there was some uh, highlights here. It was an easy show to watch. I thought some of the in-ring stuff was fairly decent. Felt a bit like they were missing some star power. Maybe that's because there was no Roman. Um, there was no uh, Ronda, for example. Uh, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like there was just a few. There was no Xavier, but I don't know if that's like star power or not. But just sort of felt like there was a few big names that are missing. Maybe this show would have been uh, helped if Charlotte was around. You know, like that would have been another name that uh, could have benefited. And as we said, Ronda and Roman um, just felt like it was just lacking a little bit of star power. I mean, obviously, there's no Bianca, there's no Becky, there's no Sasha. Like, there's there's none of those names either. So I thought the talent they had did a great job. Uh, I was entertained. I thought the show was fairly solid. Uh, we got the return of Tegan Knox. We got Ricochet being the World Cup winner. Uh, there's lots to like about this show. 
but it just felt like there was something missing, I think, as well. So yeah, I'd be around about a seven, six, seven, five, seven, probably a seven in all fairness. So yeah, I'd probably be around that ballpark. Awesome, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below, and I will see you again next time. Bye for now.